What's up guys, it's Pot DMC. How you doing poppies? Uh, we got some fancy football talk right now. This is week five of the NFL season. So we got a bunch of games to go through with you guys. Some breakout players that really showed up this week. And thankfully not as many injuries as, you know, the previous weeks. So I, I'm here with my man Clint. What's up hey, Clint? what's up guys? What's up Dan? Hey. Alright, how oh, you man, doing, bro? Week, week 5, that was crazy. Let's just get into this. Week 5, yeah. So, we got a lot of games, and we gotta talk about, you know, some COVID ramifications as well. Uh, um, so, let's just rush into it. So, first game, Thursday night, the Chicago Bears beat Tampa Bay. Big dick, Nick oh, Foles. Yeah. You know, shows up, beats Tom Brady, you know, weirdly... Kind of a rematch of that Super Bowl, Eagles, Patriots, but on different teams. So this is like almost like another universe where Tom Brady is not even on the Patriots, but he still plays Nick Foles and still loses. It was a very close game. Um, some players to mention here were, I mean, Tom Brady had an okay game, 14.1 fantasy points. I know you like him. Ronald Bro, Jones. He had a great um, game. Old man Brady, 253. I wouldn't ask for anything better. But he lost. You know, that was yeah, not that because good. Because he's on the Buccaneers. Of course points? he lost. Okay, look, nineteen to twenty. This very respectable game. The the defense of the Chicago Bears shut them out. Like it, it, it it's definitely very difficult. So. Yeah, I expect a little more from Brady. This Tampa Bay offense is very good. Like, like no joke. Even without Chris Godwin, but um, I know Ronald Jones had a good game without Leonard Fournette. One hundred and six yards for twelve point five fantasy points. So I know you had a, <laughs> I know you bet for him to get a touchdown, right? Bruh. Sadly, he didn't get it. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> he had all these attempts, no touchdown for him. Everyone just kept on kicking field goals. I honestly haven't honest. placed a bet since. <laughs> that made me so sad. <laughs> yeah, it was like here's the ball. I won here's every, the ball. No every bet for this in man. the NFL, and then I went to that, and then I lost. I'm like, dang. All right, I'm just gonna you know, quit while I'm ahead. Six point two yards yeah, per carry. Yeah. Like that's yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, let's see, your boy Gronk, 52 yards, Mike Evans got a touchdown, you know, without Chris Godwin here and OJ Howard, um, this offense is kind of, you know, iffy, if you want to say, I know Tom Brady's still integrating to his new team, but hopefully they do better next week, um, as for the Chicago Bears, Nick Foles had a very average game as well, but with the win, um, he had 12.6 fantasy points. Jimmy Graham did had a good game. He got a touchdown as well. Um, Dave Montgomery had a touchdown with a really inefficient 29 yards, but he got a touchdown. So, like, this really was the game of the kickers. Um, to be honest, nothing really that excited me about this game. It was the Thursday night game. But Chicago gets a win here. So let's move on to Texans-Jaguars. All right, the Texans finally get a win against the Jaguars, uh, thirty to fourteen. Both teams, you know, aren't expected to do the best, but the Texans are expected to do a lot better. They were winless before this. I believe they were zero and four. Now they're one and four. Um, Bill O'Brien was already fired, I believe, and it's it's looking better. But I don't know what the identity of this Houston team is. 
Um, Deshaun Watson, 26.9 fantasy points. Now, those are some fantasy points I want to see. He's been really struggling, but he finally gets close to 27 during this game. Let's see, David Johnson, 96 yards. He had a pretty pretty average game, I would say. Um, the real story of this one is Braden Cooks for 161 yards and one touchdown. So that's um, that's the best he's done so far this season. Not, and not I know he's on the waivers for a lot of people. I know he's on the waivers for a lot of people. A lot of people probably dropped him after last week. And you know what? A lot of people are probably going to try to pick him up this week. But I don't see that, you know, honestly, as long as everyone's healthy. I don't see yes. that being consistent. I agree, 100%. You know? Like, it's going to be Brandon Cooks, him. no knock to him. He is a good player. Like, I liked him when he was with New Orleans. And he, you know, then he has stint with the Patriots. He has stint with the Rams, um, and he is a speed threat. He is a solid receiver if he could stay healthy. That is the question. This man, you know, has had so many concussions. Very unfortunate. Um, and there's lots of players that can't play through that. He had a great game today. The talent is there. Will Fuller, I believe, is still the number one receiver on that team. But look out for Brandon Cooks if he's on the waiver. Um, We'll talk about a few more guys, but I probably wouldn't spend my waiver pick on Braden Cooks. At least not my very first one. Yeah. James Robinson, pretty slow game for him. Um, he finished with five fantasy points, which I believe is the season low. But I told you guys, he's a solid talent. Uh, I believe DJ Shark left the game pretty early um, with an ankle injury. Unfortunately, you know, he is the best receiver on this team, but he's been missing through injury and it's not looking good um who i would pick up if i was in you guys's league lavisca chenault um 79 yards which is not crazy exciting but if dj chark misses any time he will be the number one receiver on this team and garden Minshew can really sling that thing so uh i would look out for lavisca chenault so next game panthers falcons when you think the falcons can't get any worse you know, they dropped to 0-5. Dan Quinn is also fired as the head coach. Falcons fans are probably actually very happy about that. I know he did get you guys to the Super Bowl, but ever since then, the Falcons have been garbage. I'm not going to lie, that defense is just awful. Um, the offense is there, but the Carolina Panthers get this one. Teddy Bridgewater, solid 20.8 fantasy points. Uh, Mike Davis, you know, filling in for the injured Christian McCaffrey still does pretty well. He has 20.9 fantasy points, I believe. And DJ Moore finally got a touchdown, you know. 19.3 PPR fantasy points. Um, I know Clint has a few of, of shares of him in his league. Uh, I know he's been inconsistent for you, but he finally broke out for a touchdown. The talent, you know, he's always had the talent. And he was drafted pretty high for most fantasy teams. What do you think about D.J. Moore? I think D.J. Moore is to be the most consistent wide receiver of the Panthers this year, surprisingly. And I bet nobody would have expected that at the beginning of the season. But I think he's just going to continue this long train of touchdowns. He's always keeps himself open in good spots. And, you know, he's going to keep getting the ball thrown too. Touchdowns? This is his first Dude. touchdown, like, all Dude, season, bro. I am that optimistic on D.J. Moore. You asked, or D. Moore. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, you know, DJ Moore was drafted the same time as, you know, Calvin Ridley, who's on the Falcons, 
which he has been honestly a top five wide receiver in the NFL. Solid game. Um, I believe he did not get a touchdown this game, but 136 <sighs> yeah, yards. That's pretty, pretty. So, so low-key, I wish the Panthers had Calvin Ridley instead of DJ Moore. I feel like their skill sets are kind of the opposite, whereas Calvin Ridley is that touchdown guy, and then DJ Moore is the solid catch guy, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, gets 10 catches a game, but doesn't score the touchdown. It's so infuriating, but Calvin Ridley, solid game, like always, showing that he's taking the next step, especially after Julio Jones cannot play in this one. Um, so he looks like the wide receiver one on that team, building that chemistry with Matt Ryan. But the Panthers take that one. So let's move on. Bengals, Ravens. What you think about this one? I know it was pretty lopsided. I know you're a fan of Joe Burrow. Um, but the Baltimore's defense is honestly really solid. No let's doubt. See. Three points. Lamar Jackson had a pretty average game, to be honest, but like... So, um, Baltimore shows they're a top team. Oh, yeah. They're definitely top tier. Mark Andrews got a touchdown. Marquise Brown got a touchdown. So, solid game for them. 27-3. Um, nothing going for the Bengals, really. Joe Mixon had a pretty average game. Um, and, you know, Joe Burrow has looked really good, but today was not his day. Uh, I believe one of his... Um, Froze went for a pick six as well, which really, you know, influenced the game. Mm. Next game, we got the L.A. Rams against Washington football team. It still takes a while to get used to. But 30-10, to 10, uh, it's a rough, it was kind of a rough game for the Washington football team. They started the game. They benched Dwayne Haskins. Kyle Allen stepped in to be the quarterback. He gets injured, and then Alex Smith comes in who hasn't played football in, like, over a year, you know, since that compound fracture in his leg, which was a nasty injury. Um, And he comes in, and frankly, he didn't really have a good game. Um, I wanted, like, that Cinderella story. He, every time he looked like he was on the ball, I was, like, I felt like I was scared that someone was going to tackle him, someone was going to, like, hurt him, you know, because Alex Smith was a solid quarterback before he got injured. And... You know, it's, it's good to see him back on the field, but he did not have a good game. Um, the Rams take this one. Jared Goff, solid 25.4 fantasy points. Darrell Henderson gets two touchdowns. Robbie, Robbie Woods gets one touchdown, or Bobby Trees, as I like to call him. Bobby Trees. Solid game for the Rams. All right, next we got same score, different game. Cardinals-Jets, 30-10. to 10. Cardinals are kind of a conundrum with their running backs, but honestly, they, they, they're they a decent team. If they can square up that defense a little, they're a decent team. DeAndre Hopkins got a touchdown. Kenyon Drake got a touchdown. Chase Edmonds got a touchdown, as well as Kyler Murray with a rushing touchdown. So, honestly, I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray. I feel like he's gotten me a rushing touchdown in every single game this year. Um, and I also have a lot of shares of Chase Edmonds because Kenyon Drake has been a little sloppy and I feel like Chase Edmonds is right behind him to take that work from him. And he's the threat out of the backfield as well. So hopefully Kenyon Drake can build on this momentum. 
Um, he's got a touchdown this game. If he can continue, it's a solid offense to be in. Um, I remember last year he scored like four touchdowns in one game. So he's a solid player if he can just show that he's consistent. Um, if not, Chase Edmonds can take come in and take this backfield. And then the Jets are the Jets. Joe Flacco starts this one because Sam Darnold was out um, with a shoulder injury. Le'Veon Bell was back. He got 60 yards. Nothing really special. Um, the Jets are the Jets. But good thing for Jets, or not Jets, Le'Veon Bell owners. Well, kind of. I don't know if you know this, Clint, yep. but Le'Veon Bell was released by the New York Jets, um, I believe, on Tuesday. Mm. And so they now take... You know, now he's free to explore yeah. the market and sign up for the team. Uh, and Bell, you know, taken to the fact that he's still 28 years old, so he's not exactly old. He's definitely on the decline. Whoa! But he's not exactly yeah. old. Yeah, he could he could definitely have some good years ahead of him. <laughs> he's only a little older than you, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, One year. So he's not got the grandpa knees yet. <laughs> I'd say. He's got some years in him. You know, the Cardinals could be a team that he joins. I don't know where he would be the best fit. Um, I think the Steelers reunion would be really cool. But any situation he lands in has to be better than the Jets. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. So if you're a Le'Veon Bell owner, you might get one the week where he's not on the Browns. team. If he signs with the Cleveland Browns, that'd be pretty cool too. While Nick Chubb is out, because that offensive line is really okay. good, and they have the best rushing attack in the NFL right now. Another team would be cool would be the Kansas City Chiefs, but I think they're going to ride Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I'm not exactly sure what teams need. I'm not sure any team would want to have him, but need to pay you know him his salary. Um, the Dolphins would be another team that I could see happening. Chicago. Those teams don't really have a sure running back. Or he could easily join a Super Bowl contender and, you know, take over. Really kind of mess up a backfield if he joins. Because I'm not sure if he wants to just chase a ring. If he does, he would probably join Kansas City hmm. or Seattle. But we'll see how he does. Um, maybe next week he'll have a new team. So we'll see. All right. So next game we got um, Eagles, Steelers. The Steelers take this one, and the story is Chase Claypool from Canada. <laughs> I bet you didn't know that. He is an heir of Canada. Um, maybe they should call him, the, him that, just like Vince Carter, heir of Canada, because he got four touchdowns in this game. 42.6 PPR fantasy points. It's okay to freak out. This guy is good. Um, honestly, Juju, Deontay Johnson, you got to watch out because this rookie is going to take the job. He looks like the wide receiver one, and he, he broke out for four touchdowns. I don't remember another rookie that had four touchdowns in one game. That was not – I don't think he was drafted in the first round. So Chase Claypool, probably my number one waiver wire pick if you need a wide receiver. Obviously, don't prioritize wide receiver. If you don't need it, if you need a running back, get a running back. But Chase Claypool, remember his name because Big Ben loves to throw the rock and Chase Claypool is the beneficiary of that. Juju has looked bad. Deontay Johnson's been injured. 
he is the man and it shows because the Steelers got this game 38 to 29 and the Eagles have a new weapon themselves I believe it's Travis Fulgham he went to Old Dominion 13 targets 10 catches 152 yards in the touchdown I didn't know anything about this guy I had to look his name up oh so he was signed with the Lions six round pick you know I guess he was dropped or cut signed with the Eagles this year um, lots of injuries for the Eagles obviously no Dallas Goddard no Deshaun Jackson Alshon Jeffrey Jalen Rager hopefully comes back this season but Fulgham 13 targets 10 catches that's a lot he probably is the wide receiver one until Rager comes back so that's another waiver wire pick I would probably get I would probably try to do Claypool um, Fulgham and then LaVisca Chenault in your waivers if you need a wide receiver because I'm stacked at running back so I definitely need a wide receiver <laughs> Raiders beat the Chiefs I'll say that again the Raiders beat the Chiefs 40 to 32 Patrick Mahomes was honestly looked pretty good 28.7 fantasy points he did throw an interception the this is how you beat the Chiefs you just outscored them because that defense could not hold up against the Chiefs Travis Kelsey got a touchdown, as well as Sammy Watkins, who exited the, get, exited the game, unfortunately. Um, Josh Jacobs got two touchdowns. Henry Ruggs looks solid with his one of his first games back from injury, two receptions, and 118 yards. This, this man is crazy fast. Nelson Aguilar got a touchdown. Darren Waller got a touchdown. There's touchdowns everywhere. And the Raiders... You guys might not know this, but like Derek Carr, his completion percentage is probably one of the best in the NFL right now. Like he probably would be a good backup quarterback on any fantasy team because he's safe. And this Raiders offense is very solid. Josh Jacobs looks like a top 10 running back when healthy. And they got rugs back, you know, hopefully Brian Edwards comes back. I know there's a lot of hype about him. Hunter Renfro is a good possession receiver. Um, and Darren Waller is solid when he's on his game. Like He is literally the Raiders' Travis Kelsey. So that's a very surprising one. The Chiefs lose for the first time, I think, in a long time. First time in 2020, obviously. But they haven't lost a game for a while since their playoff run, obviously, Super Bowl champs. So that is very surprising to say that the Raiders beat Kansas City. Dolphins... 49ers you would expect the 49ers to take this one the Dolphins take it 43 to 17 that's insane um considering I know they've had a lot of injuries but San Francisco has a good offense so really I'm still not excited about Dolphins I know Fitzmagic is always decent as a streaming option Devontae Parker is a solid option but nothing really excites me about this Dolphins team maybe if they get Le'Veon Bell I might look at it, but um, honestly, San Francisco has been really banged up. Garoppolo came in, got benched because his ankle hurt, and he was playing like crap. C.J. Befford comes in, not much better, to be honest. So, uh, just not an overall good game for the 49ers. Got a few more games to go through. Colts, Browns, Browns take this one, and they're, I believe, 4-1 and one for the first time in a while. 
So, 32-23 against the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor got a touchdown, but pretty low game for him. Uh, Baker Mayfield does not look that great, but this Cleveland Browns team is rolling, to be honest. Who even got the touchdowns on their team? Rashard Higgins, Kareem Hunt. Did they get a pick six? They only threw two touchdowns. Okay, I think it was a lot of kicking on their part. Hmm. Well, Cleveland Browns, look out. I never thought I would say 4-1, Cleveland Browns. Might go to the playoffs. <laughs> Cowboys take the Giants, and this game, like, sucked the soul out of my body. If you guys know what I'm talking about, you saw what happened to, unfortunately, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he deserves everything. He deserves to get paid. Dak Prescott went down. I was in disbelief when I saw this. Um, one of the Giants players, I believe, landed on his ankle during a tackle. And you can see the entire thing. You can see the bone, you know, jutting out of his leg. I think he was in disbelief himself. He looked at his ankle and he was like, he immediately called someone over, you know. He was in shock himself. Um, looks like a compound fracture. They'll have to get x-rays on it, I'm sure, and they'll, he'll, I think he went successful surgery. Um, looks like a compound fracture of that ankle. He's most likely going to be out for the year. I don't see him coming back, but he was honestly the league leader in pass yards, and he deserves, if it's not from the Cowboys, from some team, he's going to get paid because he shows he's like a solid quarterback. My our prayers are with him, and it's just unfortunate because he really was earning like a new contract with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys would be stupid to not pay this man. I know with the injury, it changes things a lot, but Dak Prescott, prayers are with you. This man was playing out of his mind. Maybe next to Russell Wilson and Josh Allen, he was probably an MVP candidate. I know the Dallas Cowboys have not been good. Their offense has been good, but their defense has lied up a lot. Um, that's really the story of this game, and that's all I can say because it's just sad to see. Dak Prescott, you never want to see that. It literally happened to Alex Smith, and he was out for a while. And I would hate for something like that to happen to a transcendent talent like Dak, Pre Dak Prescott. All right, moving on. Viking Seahawks. Seahawks take this one. Um, I believe this was the Sunday Nighter. 27-26, Seahawks win this one. In a late thriller, I think the Vikings were dominating this game. Um, I don't feel in two touchdowns, Dalvin Cook touchdown. Unfortunately, Dalvin Cook did go down with a, looks like a groin injury. Um, he grabbed between his legs. And I know some groin injuries can be really nasty to deal with because they hurt. And... We'll see how he does. Um, it's unlikely that an avulsion fracture happened from the actual muscle disconnecting from the bone. But if it's a mild one, I could see him missing one or two weeks, um, depending on the severity. It looks like he was standing on the sideline, so maybe it wasn't too bad. He might be able to play this week. We'll see what the practice reports. But I wouldn't risk it considering they have a bye week coming up. And Alexander Madison is a solid player. 112 yards. Just overall, they can replace that running work with Alexander Madison. 
Um, Russell Wilson did not have the best game. You know, he threw a few. He threw an interception. Got sacked four times. Only two hundred seventeen yards. But he wins this game for them. DK Metcalf two touchdowns. Looks like a wide receiver one, just like probably Calvin Ridley and DK Metcalf are on another level next to the rest of the league. To be honest. All right. So two games that were worried about COVID. Um, the Monday Nighter overtime Saints win thirty to twenty seven against the LA Chargers. Justin Herbert honestly outperformed Drew Brees and sadly had nothing to show for it. Um, they should have won this game. I feel bad for the Chargers because they could have won against the Chiefs as well. To be honest, Drew Brees um, had a very slow start, but he ended up with 22.1 fantasy points, 325 yards. Kamara did not get a touchdown, but he played well. Sanders, 14 targets, 12 receptions, 122 yards, no touchdowns. And the Saints team gets... You know, gets a good one. What I'm kind of concerned about is this Chargers backfield as well. Justin Jackson and Josh Kelly look like to be splitting the carries. Everyone thought Josh Kelly was going to be the guy getting most of the work because um, he's a rookie, has the more potential. But Justin Jackson knows the offense, gets 15 attempts to Josh Kelly's 11. Um, if you need a running back, I would probably take a waiver on Josh ja- or Justin Jackson. Sorry, He... Doesn't look like the best player, but he can be primed because I know the Chargers like him to be the RB1 eventually. I just won't trust him just yet, you know. And Mike Williams, two touchdowns with Keenan Allen. He also got a touchdown, but went out with a back injury. Um, 109 yards. I think Keenan Allen should be okay, uh, but look out for Mike Williams. He definitely is the big threat there. Last game, Bills, Titans. Bills got destroyed by the Titans, 42-16. to The first loss out of two undefeated teams, Josh Allen. Honestly, I think he played okay. It wasn't really his fault on one of the interceptions. Um, you know, that stupid thing when the wide receiver tosses the ball up, you know, when they don't catch it, and then it's an easy interception for another team. And I think quarterbacks should not be penalized for that, but it's an interception, so he threw two of them. Um, Stephon Diggs, solid game, 106 yards. And Buffalo was down since the beginning, so it was just not a good game for them. Derrick Henry, inefficient, three yards per carry on 19 attempts for 57 yards. Two touchdowns, though. Saves his night for you fantasy owners. A.J. Brown got a touchdown. Johnny Smith got two touchdowns. Those are viable options as well. Hopefully no one dropped A.J. Brown in people's leagues because he is wide receiver one on that team, one healthy. And that's all for the games. What you think? We we had we got we got another week of NFL with the COVID scares. So we'll just see what happens. Alright, so Quinn, what do you think is going to go on with the NFL now that we've had another week, you know, that had to reschedule games because of COVID? I, I yeah. I think at this point they they need to definitely reevaluate what they're doing and like we suggested last week they need to cancel just a whole week entirely if there's that much coronavirus infections going on yeah it's it's kind of rough because i understand that everyone wants to get the games going and i think at a certain point i think they do need to rearrange the schedule because eventually you're going to have a team that tests positive twice like, the Patriots had to cancel their game. The Tennessee Titans had to cancel their game last week. 
So what if those teams test positive again? And then you won't have a bye week to fill in, you know. So you would probably have to have a week a week 18 or a week 19 in the NFL season, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird for fantasy owners as well because we want to know who plays. Because the worst thing, like me and you played, right? Mm-hmm. And the very same day we're going to watch the games, you know, we see Patriots, Broncos game canceled. And I had Melvin Gordon on my team. I think you had Damien Harris, Julian Edelman. I don't know. But yeah. those, you know, that, that stinks because then you have to switch them out last I know. minute. It destroyed my team, man. Oh, so devastating. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it would be nice to get a little heads up, maybe a little earlier from the NFL. But I think yeah. they should take this seriously. You know, the funny thing is they I, always I, downplay it. I'm curious how people handle that in fantasy football leagues, though, because like I imagine it affected a multitude of people, and like I had a mutual respect with you and me. Like I was that dude. I like props to Dan Boy, guys. Like he actually offered me, you know, to, you know, wow, what was that? I lost my train of thought. But like, yeah, you offered me like we'll just both bench a player and play fair, and that way, like we don't you know have to deal with like yeah. inequalities, and like that. That's what made me so happy. If you know the other team, like um, if the other guy you're playing is also has a COVID player and he is willing to play a man down I think that's the fairest way to do it um, but it's kind of rare in some situations that someone will be willing to do that mm-hmm. and especially if it's a big name player like I had Melvin Gordon so that was a big loss to me um, I probably would have done anything to play like a big name player or like you know, a bench option against whoever I was facing, but we agreed that it was better to have a fair fight. So if you guys are okay with that, I think that's an easy way. If not, your commissioner can also input, I think some in Yahoo leagues, you can input your team manually. So that's another option as well. But I don't like how the league has been handling this. Like every time someone mentions COVID, they kind of shut it down. Like, it's not a big deal. I know there's fans in the stadium, and, like, everyone who watches football kind of expects, you know, life to go on. But they need to take it seriously because the players know, the players even say themselves, the NFL doesn't care about them, and they just want to make money. So I think they need to take this as seriously as possible because we don't know the long-term ramifications if this hurts players' health long-term because, you know what, if – Let's say Zeke got it early this season. If he retires in two years because he can't breathe through, you know, long games, then that's a problem. Right, Clint? Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so I don't really know what to go forward, but I hope all of you guys have a great week. Um, hopefully we have football next week, but we'll be right back here to tell you what's going on. Uh Again, waiver wire. If you need a wide receiver, Chase Claypool, um, Travis Fulgham, and then maybe LaVisca Chenault. Those are my picks for you guys. Other than that, have a wonderful night, and we'll see you soon. See you, poppies. Peace.